BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hashtag no music, no intro. A action-packed episode of Hashtag Saints for a Podcast recording Monday night. This was the first day of the legal tampering period in the NFL. Uh, and ironically enough, a lot of the moves that happened today didn't even involve the Saints in signing anyone uh but a lot of free agents on the saints have new destinations and we we got a lot to talk about uh first first place i do want to talk about though is something that happened over the weekend we recorded friday night saturday comes around boom the the extension that we were waiting for with juan johnson happened two-year deal um and it we we end you know we talked about on the friday episode of just like us as them needing to show us that they were at least serious in in some type of way of retaining their talent that they've homegrown so he is locked up on the two-year contract extension uh and i i I was happy to see it man because it was just like if they if like if they fucked this up if they had messed this up I was going to be irate. <laughs> irate. That was a good day. No, it was a good day, bro, because you had it was. Uh, Derek Carr, you know, do his kind of initial presser. Oh, man, we didn't think day. Shit, I, I got to talk. We don't even need. That's so so much happened today. I don't even know we're going to talk. That's, that's for like a week okay. ago. That's for like a week ago. Like, we didn't worry about that. But, you know, it was, you know, it was just nice to see Derek Carr, you know, he just doing And, you know, he was, he, he looks like a franchise quarterback. I'm not saying he's a franchise quarterback. But you know, he just had that aura about him. He was, you know, he was, uh, you know, very, you know, uh, I don't know how to put it. He was very eloquent and all that stuff and the way he talked. And it was a nice, you know, it was nice to see. Like, okay, the Saints. It was just nice to see that the Saints got that done. They got the deal done, right? And then a couple of hours later, boom, you lock up Jawan Johnson. It's like, okay, we got us a good day. It's a Saints fan. Those are few and far between, bro. We just few, few and far between, my dude. But. <laughs> 
but it's it was like, like you said, but like it was it was a good day. Like it was just like, all right, like I, do I know how this is gonna play out? No. no. But even if they over felt like they had to increase their offer to Derek Carr to land to land him, which they did, mm-hmm. it was like man, you compare what he got to like what someone like a Daniel Jones is getting. Mm-hmm. Like I I almost went down the rabbit hole. I don't remember what day it was. It may have been Friday. It may have been after we had recorded, actually. I don't remember what day it was. But, like, I just watched the first quarter of week one of last season for the Raiders. They were going against the Chargers, and I was watching the Raiders' offense. And Derek Carr was just doing just little simple things as a quarterback where you – like, we as fans have experienced Andy Dalton, Trevor Simeon, uh, it's like okay, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. yes, like yes. <laughs> it's like that's, we need that. We need that. Yeah, it it's just making, it's not even a big flashy thing. It's, it's just, not even the big. Like there was a play where there was pressure, and he was able to kind of sidestep it, step up in the pocket, and hit Devonte Adams on a pass like a comeback route that converted a first down. I just I clicked the X window, bro, on my, on my browser. I said, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> 30 million well spent. Well fucking spent. It's not it's not my money, bro. 30 million well spent. Um but they retained Juwan Johnson and this may sound and this I'm trying not to sound too fanboy-ish cuz if anyone has been very just realistic, I think we've been that Mm-hmm. Jawan Johnson might get to a Pro Bowl fucking around with Derek Carr, bro. Mm-hmm. Best believe, bro. Best believe. Like it's it's in the realm of possibility. Um, it's not you know it's not crazy at all. You saw what he did with Andy Dalton with a you know a very you know limited offense. Um, him going into his you know what fourth year, I guess fifth year. Can't remember fourth year. He he read it, bro. Like he he can get the targets. He was close already. He was really close. Yeah. You know, you know how the Pro Bowl is. It's a you know, it's a losing team. Um, so you know, kind of a popularity contest. So if you know if the Saints can kind of be a winning team this year and have him produce, he right there, bro. And I'm like, I like I just love to see that. Like me just as a fan, I love to see players come in as a you know, undrafted free agent, you know, started as a wide receiver. You know, was was not looking good as a wide receiver, to be honest. You know, but he had that size and stuff. So for him to, you know, for the Saints to say, okay, let's just try that tight end. For him to just go all in with that and just continue working at it, working at it, didn't start perfectly. But you saw the athleticism and the movement skills and you kept building and building and working on it and working on it. And you start to see, you know, his work come to fruition. You just love to see that for him to get a nice payday, bro. That's like, man, come on, man. That's what, like, every <laughs> – it's, it's a like success a story, dream, man. bro. It's a, success, yeah. it's a success story, exactly. So I love. And like, it. how how do you not enjoy a success story? Um, you know, just it was it was good vibes, right? Yeah. You know, Friday, Saturday was good vibes, and I don't want to bury the lead. Yes, the Saints needed the quarterback. They they got their quarterback. They they got retained Juwan Johnson on a two year deal, but. I just want to thank the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> from the bottom of my fucking heart 
I'm old. I'm ha- happy. Just, just, just all Ryan. Ryan. I need. I, I, I needed him gone. I need him gone. It's like the end of the Jackson Five movie, man. Thank you. <laughs> and it was oh. so funny because, like, Falcons Twitter and all that. Was like, losing the point. We like. Thank you, man. We're we, we, we going to celebration. And we about the second line this bitch. Like, what the fuck y'all talking about? <laughs> 13, man. Ooh. Nope. I hope nope. that work out. Hey, I hope it work out. Well, I really don't hope it work out for the Vikings. But, you know, but that's your problem now. That, no, I ain't got to worry about it. I ain't got to think about it. I'm going to miss the little jokes. I'm going to miss the jokes. I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm going to miss the jokes. But we'll find yeah. somebody in the cloud. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you already know who, who lined up to take, start taking the brunt of those motherfuckers. <laughs> just, 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 Mr. Mr. Cheesy himself. Just, oh, just, just, oh, just, just hey. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> the fires, get the fuck out of here. Anyway, listen, I'll, I'll say this. The Saints and you know this. We as fans know this. Sometimes the Saints' best best luck they have, whether it be where they're trying to trade for a player, sign a player, draft a player, sometimes it's just luck, and you just luck out. Mm-hmm. To the final hour, the Saints were in close negotiate. I mean, uh, fuck it. The Saints were in close negotiations for finalizing the deal to bring Marcus Davenport back. Like, those, mm-hmm. those are facts. Minnesota Vikings came in, put an offer in that was a little too rich, too 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 good for the Saints' blood, and boom, he he's a Viking. Now, wouldn't it be the most? I, I only want to put this out there. Wouldn't it be the most Saints ever though? If like there like that, there's always that one player in free agency that commits to a team and then changes their mind on Wednesday, bruh. And <laughs> that would be hilarious, bro. Do you know how, bro? <laughs> I'm gonna have to refollow. Oh, oh no, Leave no, he, no, nope, nope. <laughs> you're not getting fucking. Re- I saw your unfollowed, and then I had to unfollow him. If they, if some shit comes up and like there's enough time, we're like, oh, I, I had to change a heart, like Anthony Barr did a couple of years. It always, oh, yeah. there's always one. There's always there's one, one every free agency. But if it's him, bro, I'm. I I need I need this to be finalized. I need. I need the, the pictures of fucking him signing the contract and, and post it on bike Vikings Twitter, bro. I need it. I need it. I don't want a possibility of him coming back right. <laughs> because as as enticed as they were with bringing him back, and I get it. They need bodies. Like, their defensive line, we're going to mm. go through the other moves with, like, Shai Tuttle leaving, David Onyemata leaving, like, Davenport leaving. It is barren out mm. there, Ryan. It is barren on the defensive line. Barren, bro. Good friend, good friend posed, it to, posed this to me in that Malcolm Roach, third, fourth-string defensive tackle, Decided that he had he would rather test the free the free agency market, whether they're taking whatever deal New Orleans 
offered him to start. And he is from Louisiana. <laughs> what? Oh, jumping ship, bro. It, that's not to say he's going to get a deal out there, but it's just like, right. man, we I mean, those are players, and, and I don't like to compare to errors, but like those are players that like in the Sean days, like that's a easy, like boom, 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 done. Yeah. We didn't have to worry about it. It's a, it's a different team now. Yeah, different but team. Whatever money that they were thinking about spending on Davenport, because obviously they were thinking of spending something on him. Go, go get go get someone else, please. Go get please. Somebody. Somebody. Somebody, bro. And yeah, right now they just couldn't they couldn't feel the defense right now. Couldn't no. feel the defensive line. The Prince Prince Amelie. That sounds like, like fake player. Sounds like fake player. Amelia. The only defensive tackle on the team right now. Prince Amelie, bro. Who is that? Who? No, no. <laughs> No clue. No clue. Um, would not be surprised. This is a little, little, little uh, not really news because it's such a huge need, but would not be shocked or surprised at all as if the first pick in the draft, the Saints use it on defensive line, whether it's edge uh, rusher, defensive tackle. Uh, come on, now. that's not even a question. We know it, that. it's not. We know that's going to happen. It's. It, the question I, I, is, will it be at 29 or will it be like at 14 or something like man, that? I, man, oh boy. I, well, I, that, that I, I don't even want to go into you that. You know how they are, bro. You know how I, they I, are, bro. Get it. Um, they're going to target three players and the D linemen going to start flying off and they're going to be calling uh, the Eagles. What's up, man? What? So let's kind of go through at least some of the de- defensive line departures. We talked about Devonport. David Ayamada signs a contract with the Falcons. Shot Tuttle signs a contract with the Panthers. Mm. Um, and Devonport's with the Vikings. As yes, I'm sure there's some some of those players they didn't want to retain. But part of me is like, I mean. David Ayamada really had been good since he's been off PEDs, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. like, part of me just as a fan is asking how big of losses are 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 these losses? Seriously. Yes, it, it you know, kind of getting back to depth and having defensive line, right. but we've been talking losses. about yeah, but we've been talking about like how the interior of the defensive line has been asked for a while now. Um, it's a, obviously, it's a pill you got to swallow, bro. Yes, because I, I just feel like they've needed they've needed fresh bodies in there for a while now. You know what I'm saying? And yes, it, it, you know, it for the, in the in the immediate short term, it might be bad. You know what I'm saying? Like because they do have to fill holes, and only might was was a starter. You know, no question yep. about it. You losing a starter. And you know, say what you want about him, but you know, he was he was a solid starting defensive tackle. That's why he got paid that money. Yes, you know, and those, even those guys are hard to find. You know what I'm saying? So that's a loss. You know, Ellis. You know, you you reported on it plenty of times that you know he most likely wasn't going to be kept. Once they converted that that uh, the Mario Davis money, you kind of saw the writing on the wall. Like you know, they got Pete Werner. Demario Davis not going nowhere at least for the next year or two. 
So they just they just didn't really have a, could, they wouldn't figure out a way to keep Ellis. Like they didn't right. love him enough to figure out a way. Like if they but, loved him enough, they could have figured out a way, but they just didn't. They didn't. And yeah. it's something I, I I've really been saying kind of for a while. Like I I, I kind of said it as the season was winding down. I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't know if the Saints gonna prioritize Kate Nellis, bro. Like it just yeah. That that was just a sense I was getting and talking to to different people. And then another thing that I was I was saying on this podcast is like the one person that really stood on the table and went to bat for Caden Ellis was Ryan Nielsen. Exactly. Where's Ryan Nielsen at? He's now the defensive coordinator of the Falcons. So Terry Fontenot who who helped draft him. You know what I'm saying? So so you put all those you know those strings and those lines together. It's like Oh, oh, okay. Well, that makes complete sense. Because, listen, I know Kate Ellis recently. Uh, I think it was. I, I, I don't know who he did the interview with. It would have could have been with Chris. It could have been with John. I think it was maybe been with Chris. As as poetically as he waxed about D- Dennis Allen, the person that believed in him the most, and the person that demanded that he get playing time and get snaps on the defense, was Ryan Nielsen. And so the fact that he is with Ryan Nielsen makes a lot of sense. I was kind of hinting at it as much as I could, you know, as the season was winding down and all that. Um, And to me, like, that is a loss. Like, it's a loss because I saw him as an ascending player. Oh, no question. I already know what's going to happen, bro. When he's going to light up the Saints. Oh, quite, you, already quite know, bro. you already know. And that's that's the thing that stings about the losses. Cause they went to NFC South teams, bro. Yeah. Even Davenport, even though he went to the Vikings, that's a team, you know, that's kind of like a out of out of division rival kind of. You know what I'm saying? We always right. end up meeting at some point. Um so yeah, I just I just hated to see them stay in the NFC and go to teams I hate. Um but that was the only really part that really bugged me. Losing them. And you know, like Ellis, that sucked because I mean he was your second best pass rusher, bro. He was was man. <laughs> like you losing, that was a that's a loss, bro. That's a loss. I would have loved to see them figure it out. On the flip side, bro, it's like, can y'all figure out what to do with Zach Bond, bro? Please speak on it, bro. I mean, and I was you know I was listening to somebody. I can't remember the podcast, but they was talking about Hassan Reddick. You know how uh, when the when the Arizona Cardinals drafted him. They tried to make him this kind of mm-hmm. jack-of-all-trades linebacker. And, you know, he sucked. He looked like a bus. Honestly, he looked like a bus. And then it's what, what, it was, it was, it's what Arizona, Arizona does. Does with everybody. Like, what's, everybody, bro. <laughs> every linebacker like, they get is like, look at this Linebacker, athlete. like, safety. Like, they are just terrible. Anyhow, that, that, it's, it's on my right. radar how, how bad they are or, like, they're they're like let's draft these players that don't have a position, and then exactly. they have no idea how to fucking use no them. Idea what they do. Absolutely and then he and then he went to uh, the Panthers, I believe. You know, yes, scored a lot. It was like, oh, this is good. Then he went to the the um, you know the Eagles, Eagles. And what the Eagles did was, you know, they had him as a fifth rusher, not a blitzer, but as a fifth rusher. They would play five two, and they would, they would put him on the outside as a fifth rusher. Which would predominantly get him lined up against a tight end, and we, you know, we talk about that all the time. Oh God, he lined up on a tight end. We saw that in the in the what was the divisional game against the mm-hmm. 49ers. 
Um, and he was oh yeah, the, the backup tight end is what that's what a uh, Brock Purdy got. Brock Purdy got here. So can smoking. we smoking? Can, can, right, can we? Can we take, take a quick timeout? As smart and as brilliant as coaches, Sean Payton, Kyle Shanahan are, why is it that they, and maybe it's just ego. Maybe I know the answer to this question. But we even saw it with Sean at points where tight end two, tight end three is designed schematically to block an edge rusher and usually it's like a good edge rusher on a like a pass play play action and i think that a lot of it is like let's throw this look out here where yeah. we're we're doing a heavy set so they're gonna think it's gonna be run but we're gonna play action off this run and do a pass listen it we have seen it so many times that those like those matchups don't work schematically in quarterbacks it's such a mom- sorry, Patrick Claybon. It's such a momentum change because those plays usually can change the entire outcome of a game. Yeah, bro, we see it so many times, bro. It's like, why would you use it's, tight end? It's the it's one of my biggest pet peeves. Except, that- except when you got like Peyton Turner on the side because I see them get <laughs> stonewalled by tight ends, bro. <laughs> hey, let me get to the quarter. Hey, let me get to the quarterback one, one time, bro. <laughs> Stonewall, bro. Like, come on, man. Get this nigga out of my face. Anyway, sorry. It's it's just it's a thing on my radar. But yes, getting getting back to what you were saying. Hassan Reddick. That was Zach Bond. That was Zach Bond. Just make him a fifth rusher. And they did it a little bit last year. They started doing a little bit. I'll make him a fifth and rusher. He getting, and he was getting some pretty decent pressures here and there. Right, man. He get favorable matchups. Just do that. Just do that. Oh. This team, yeah, bro. Uh, the 2018 draft class and the, that 2020 draft Ooh. class has completely, <laughs> completely set back the team, bro. That's why I don't want his shit from Nick Wright about the cap and all that shit. Like, you know, <laughs> criticize, like there are legitimate things to criticize the Saints about, legitimate. Yes. And I, I would like if he, if he listened to the right ones out, I'd retweet the shit out that shit. But this man talking about dead money and the cap and this and all that, bro, that shit ain't got shit to do with what the real problem is, bro. That None. 2018 draft, like you talked about, we talked about it on this podcast. Boy, <laughs> that thing set the Saints back, bro. That shit set the Saints back. Then to come back around with we the did a whole episode on it. <laughs> whole episode. Then to come back with 2020? Woo! Oh, man. Yuck, bro. Just... Yuck, man. And, and then t- 2019, you got Eric McCoy, you got City Deuce. City Deuce ain't even on the team no more, bro. On the team no more, bro. Ain't on the team. It's it's all about player retention. Um, let's get to honestly. This is me being honest. The biggest surprise thus far of the offseason is Jameis Will Jameis Winston accepting a reduced contract to come back to the Saints to back up Derek Carr. Mm. It, just, it just shocked me, bro. I just didn't see it happening. Didn't see it coming at all. Did not see that coming at all. Um, 
And I, I think some of it, it, it was just one of those things where you could kind of go through the teams and kind of quickly realize like, man, there's not like, there's not many yeah. open starting quarterback positions. And it's like, do I, do I get on the open market or can I potentially just go back to new Orleans and regard and obviously things didn't go great last year between him and Dennis Allen. Uh, but one, one, someone made a point about this in the Discord about like this is going to be Jameis's fourth season in New Orleans, which is like what? Wow, like it's wild. Um, but another thing is, I think is is I think this could be a way and just an example of the city of New Orleans still does have the ability to grab a person. And just be and just be in their heart, right? Yeah, I and I, I'm not saying that this is like the complete reason why Jameis is back. You know, some of it is, is you know is, is business, and he realized like, man, there's not a whole a lot of a lot of places I can go to get a starting quarterback job. Right. But it also like to me, someone like maybe he he just genuinely enjoys being in New Orleans, uh, loves the city. We you know I really we have people think on, does man. And people on our Discord see him, see him in their in their neighborhood, running, jogging. Shout out Elise, shout out Mark, and that that means something. Mm-hmm. No question, you see him out, you out at Mardi Gras, French quarters, just hanging out, bro. Like you know, you know, you know how Jameis is, man. Like sometimes comfort does mean something. You know what I'm saying? Like just you know. Does he really want to go somewhere and have to learn a new play to compete and all that stuff? Look, you can ride out for a year here, see where it goes. You, you know you're not going to be the penciled in starter or nothing like that, but, you know, anything can happen. And, you know, you just you, you be the backup, bro. Get yourself healthy because that's really the thing that kind of poisoned the well with him just coming, you know, coming in this right. year is that, you know, he had the back injuries, the knee, the hip, everything. Like, just everything, all ankle, everything all messed up. So he just gets a chance to just kind of lay back, get himself healthy, see where things are next year with um with some of the other teams, and you know he gets to make you know he got what gonna make like four million dollars, could potentially to make eight million dollars depending on what happens. Um, so you know that was just a good deal. I just I was surprised that the Saints made the offer, and I was surprised yes. he took it. Like I just was yes. surprised by both sides. Like, well, okay. I think I, to the Saints, it's like we were talking about this on Friday. It's like man, like. Who could be a backup quarterback that they yeah. can go after if Jameis yeah. left? And it's like, like Teddy Bridgewater. Like, eh, it's it's not a lot of them out there, man. Like, right, it's, right. It's dire. So I think that kind of played a factor into it too. Of like, you know, it's kind of better. Not saying that he is this, but the devil you know is sometimes better than the devil you don't know. Do you um, think? Do you think this like completely removes quarterback off the off the draft board? I mean, I I thought. Them signing Derek Carr did that, but if if oh, not, yeah. this abs- absolutely yeah, does, like, in my in my opinion, like I maybe the seventh even, round, maybe a, maybe like I I could see, I will say this, like if if you if they like I could see them depending on like where he is in the draft, like I could see them going after a a Stetson Bennett, like if he's there like in the fifth or sixth mm-hmm. or seventh or whatever, that would make a lot of sense and you know, would would be very New Orleans. I, I like Stetson Bennett as a prospect, so that wouldn't even 
I wouldn't even be mad at that, honestly. Um, but like a high pick, yeah, I think that completely, completely wipes it. Like I can't even mm-hmm. see unless let me say this. Like, do they have a third round? Pick? I don't even know what picks they have. I need I need a chart. But like, mm-hmm. like maybe you have someone like Hendon Hooker takes a like a tumble way more than expected, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, then could I see them maybe trying to get like drafting him like in the fourth if they have a fourth? That's something I could see. But first or second, no, nah, that's 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 not on that's not on the table. That's not on the yeah. table. because they, they're every move that they've made and have indicated are moves of like we we are winning this division right now. Right. Um any anything else in free agency like and the Saints have not signed an actual free agent yet. Or maybe they have. They sound like that safety from Seattle or whatever. Yeah, He's yeah, just like yeah, a yeah. whatever. But they haven't went out and agreed to terms with any player yet. You kind of hit on it perfectly is like they don't have the money to really do that. So they're gonna bargain bin yeah. shop um and thrift shop. Which but is not a bad thing to do. No, not at all. Not at all. Like if you look um, at the Saints free agents, say the last couple of years, they've done pretty good, bro. Like like the players they've signed, they've done pretty good. Not perfect. They've had a few misses. <clears throat> you know, last year they took a shot on Tyran Matthew and um um Jarvis Landry, the Jarvis Landry didn't work out. Tyran Matthew, you know, he kind of solidified into a decent safety, you know, as as the season went on. Um, who else did they draft? I mean, who else did they sign last year? Uh, Marcus May. Marcus May. That, you know, he, his, his is always going to be a little disappointing because he was kind of like, you know, the trade-off for Marcus Williams. So it's like you you would never really be satisfied with him. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Um but for the most part, if you just look at the you know the players that they've gotten, they waited around and gotten later in the free agency, they've done a pretty solid job. Which you know, man, like think about free agency is, bro. Most of the players are were are good, but obviously there's a reason the team letting them go don't want to keep them. Sometimes there's a the one that just gets away, but a lot of times there's a little something a ding to them and. In that first wave, you're gonna have to overpay. We saw it today. We saw the contract mm-hmm. Onyemata got. We saw Ellis. Ellis, like he just like this was his first year really playing, bro. Right. The first year really playing to get a contract like that, like the Saints not matching that. Hey, I mean no. they were never gonna match that, you know. And that's a risk for the Falcons today. I think he's gonna, you know, he's gonna play well, you know. Oh, yeah. But it's still a risk, you know. Yeah. It's a risk, oh, it is. Risk for the Vikings to pay Davenport like that. Um, like so, this number of risk being taken, and a lot of these players going to end up being cap casualties in two years. Honestly, you know, look at the I mean, Dolphins. Thought- look at the Dolphins with Armstead. They just moved his money around, and that dude barely played last year, bro. Right. Yeah, they stuck with that. You know what I'm saying? You just get a lot of that around the first wave of free agency, and ooh, it's it's a risk. It's risky, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is risky. Um, that said, there are still. I do want to talk about uh, two teams, okay? I I know, I'm just going to say this, I know with, at least right now with quarterback, and a lot can change between now and August and, and September, you know, the expectation is that the Saints have Derek Carr and they should, you know, theoretically be the favorites in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. 
Let's take a moment to hear a word from our sponsor. Ryan, it's time to tell the listeners a secret. Yo, this the infamous picture of you going viral on social media, sweating in the white shirt, looking confused. What people don't know is before that picture was taken, you had just mowed the lawn in the hot New Orleans heat. Yep, sweating. Don't know about you, but if you want to avoid becoming a meme and avoid becoming a viral hit on social media, I think instead of you mowing the lawn, there's a company out there that got you covered. That is Ground Up Landscaping Services. They service the greater New Orleans area. We've seen their work in person at the hashtag Saints for the Podcast Meetup. The backyard area was outstanding. Yeah, we know we know the owner of this company. He's an outstanding person, a really good dude. And look, I've seen pictures of his work all done all around New Orleans. Beautiful work. Everything he takes care of, him and his crew, and he's good, honest, and on time. Uh, if you want to visit them, visit www.groundupnola.com, and you get the book of free quote. And these guys are licensed and insured. So this is not some, you know, shade tree, you know, guy to come cut your grass. These are dependable business business professionals that will take care of your lawn. And they do beautiful work that you can check out on their Instagram and Facebook. They'll make your garden space spectacular from the ground up. The, the pan- Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Panthers making some moves today, getting um, getting Von Bell, uh, adding on to a defense that has given the Saints offense fits. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they have not played well against that Panthers defense. Um, you know, yes, Jameis was hurt. That to me is like, oh, okay, the, the, the Falcons go out. And go get a, a safety like Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates. Mm-hmm. That's a move that I'm like, okay. Um, so I am not gonna be the one to. And me, me and Max, our dude Max, Darf saying we got to bet on it. 
he's taking the over. I, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm predicting because we had this we had this bet made. I think it was on Friday, thir- Thursday. Don't remember what day it was. Of he asked me how many games I thought the Saints would win, and I said right now I'm saying seven. And he's he's all in. He's saying over, and and like the old fan of me wants to have that same thing, but like you just gotta keep remembering. You gotta remember some of these games last year, bro. Like that, (laughs) that, and I I said it perfectly to a friend. It's like I don't I don't care how good on paper the Saints look, and and they should be better in the NFC South. I keep telling myself this is a DA led team. And until he can show that he is more than just a below 500 head coach, I, I, I can't, I can't go above seven. And I know people mm. are like, that's low. Like, no, man, like what has he shown? <laughs> you know, yes. Now health was a huge, huge, huge thing last season. Um, yeah. And so if they're even moderately more healthy than they were last season, I think that, can change things dramatically, but it's like I just I need I need to see it first. Oh, I need to see it absolutely, and I'm, I'm interested to see if if the offense is better, which it should be. If the offense is better, would that give him confidence to be a little more uh, a little more aggressive? Um, you know, fourth down or third down, you know, in certain situations. Um, well, you know, has he learned from his mistakes from last year? They took it took it easy in the offseason, bro. They took it easy. And we saw how that played out early in the year with the defense. We saw how it played out with the offense, with all the penalties and all that stuff. You know, will he run a clean operation this year? Mm-hmm. Was he able to learn from his mistakes? I don't, we can't answer that right now. We'll see. You can, man. You know, no, you can't. But, you know, I think bringing in – it's crazy because it's Derek Carr because he's not like this, this you know, super – you know, super like super franchise quarterback. But if you listen to him, you know, it seemed like he understood the things that that are important. He talked about being here early in the you know in the Saints offseason and OTAs and all that stuff. So it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, if if the team kind of circles around him. Bro, Derek Carr gonna come up come to OTAs and, and DA ain't gonna be beat her. He's like, oh. <coughs> <laughs> On vacation, man. <laughs> Dude, come back in two weeks, bro. <laughs> we just be like, bro, it's voluntary, bro. Voluntary. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> but it's it's it, people got in our mentions doing that press, and they're like, oh, sounds like OTA is gonna, you know, gonna be a thing, and the attendance is gonna be better. And I was like, I mean, that depends on DA. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. As great as Derek Carr is, and, and his, his pressure was good, and I I I, I enjoyed the like the rah rah. Man, if, if Da, but to your point though, I do want to say this: there is this kind of like, all right, he's the guy, he's the quarterback. Let's follow him. Let's follow his lead. Even if the coach is saying, yeah, they're voluntary. Well, shit. If my quarterback's there, I want to be on the same yeah. page with him. I need to be at OTAs too, right? Yeah. I do think <clears throat> that part of it is important, um, and even and, something uh, like something like that compared to like a player like Zach Wilson. Right. Zach Wilson had like one of my biggest things, and and this was something that I don't know if it got un- under 
evaluate it when he was a prospect or people didn't dig enough. I don't know why sports teams don't have sports psychologists to talk to prospects, but whatever. Um, like, he had no accountability as, as, as his shitty he was playing. He was like, I don't know. I, I felt like I did enough to win. Like, that's on them. You are the quarterback, sir. Like, even if you feel like that's the case, and it wasn't because he was playing awful, there's, like, this thing where, like, you're kind of, like, they're not supposed to, like, be able to say those things out loud because they're the quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Um, so Derek Carr kind of does bring that uh, gravitas, even though it's just Derek yeah. Carr, which is it's so weird. It's so weird, bro. It's like weird. Like, damn. I feel like I feel like he felt that, you know. But right. there's also the there's also the fact that, like, bro, da. This is da, bro. Like, all his chips are pushed in the middle. In. Like he in. went all in to get Derek Carr. Was no other option. I want Derek Carr, and he got him. He got his coaching staff. He got everything is handpicked. So this is him. Ain't no excuses after this, bro. Like, so he got a shot. If this team. Cannot win the NFC South. This NFC South, he got to go. He got go, to bro. go, bro. And I hope he knows. I hope Mickey Loomis see that. Like, I hope Mickey Loomis see that. Ain't no excuses. I don't want to hear nothing about no injuries or nothing, bro. Unless, like, Derek Carr get injured or something. But I don't want to hear nothing about that, bro. Man, like, even if Derek Carr get injured, just like, man, like, y'all want to roll with Jameis last year. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then, like, look, you got James as a backup. That's a good fucking backup there. It is, bro. man. So, like, come on now, come on now. Like this, this, this shit here. It gotta be. They win seven. You said seven games. They win seven games, seven. bro. He gotta go. He gotta go. Period. <laughs> Period. Seven, bro. Period. I, 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 I just here, and I'm, and I'm not saying seven because I'm hoping for seven. I want right. to make that clear. Say, well, yeah. I'm at eight. Like, I'm at eight. You know what I'm saying? So it's just you know, like, so we we, we not. <laughs> and even if we you at eight, that's still not a 500 <laughs> coaching right. record. Because I keep thinking, I keep thinking like, oh yeah, man, Derek Carter should add, add two or three more wins. Should be ten. Then I just think about some of them games last year, brother. They should have won. And we, you know what I'm saying? We, even, we, even though the QB play and all that and all that stuff, but right, and the offense would be bad. The QB play. It's just, I, it's just bad. Is, People have to understand, as much as I agree with the Saints not bringing back Marcus Davenport, I agree with them not bringing back David Onyemata. They got to get replacements, mm-hmm. and they got to get younger on the defense because, again, we, we are we early in the offseason. We got five. They got five-ish plus months to figure this shit out. Yeah. But – People, fans need to realize the realistic possibility that this defense may take a huge regression. And the most Saints shit ever would be the offense gets it figured out. Derek Carr gets it cooking. And just like you said, bro, like wouldn't it be some shit if Derek Carr came to the Saints and offense cooking and he got the same fucking defenses he had in, in, in Oakland, bro. And it's just like, that would it would be so Ooh. apropos, bro. Like <laughs> same Raiders defense, bro. He's like he's a bitch. <laughs> it, oh, I hope not. But look, man, not. like like look, the Saints defense, like oddly, bro. Like say what you want about Dennis Allen, and you know he's dude, we look. If you listen to this podcast, we criticize him immensely. But like, man, like they've been like a top ten 
I'm not even talking about yards and stuff, but, you know, football outsiders, DVOA, which are really accurate at, like, analyzing the actual effectiveness of a defense compared to the rest of the league, weighing out the opponents and all that stuff. They've been a top 10 defense for, like, year after year after year after year after year since, like, 2017, bro. A top 10 defense, you know. And that's that's pretty amazing, and it's it's kind of I mean, it doesn't happen a lot. Even, like it's even more amazing considering the fact that like Marshawn Lattimore missed majority of last last season. I ain't gonna lie, that was wild. Like that was wild for them to not just completely collapse, which I was predicting. I thought when he went out for a while, I thought they were just gonna collapse, bro. But for you know Lockie Taylor to come in and be solid, and you know uh, Debo to kind of get better as the season went on. And just, they just kind of figured out the secondary to just kind of hold tight, not be a complete dumpster fire. Look, some of that was off the offenses they faced and stuff like that. All that plays into it. But, you know, they they, they, they were solid. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if if they, if this, if for it, for them to take a drop off, this would be the year to drop it off. Bro. It would be. Yes. Like, that defensive line is, they don't have, the, they don't have a defensive Nothing. line. They don't they have, have one, Ryan. They got so Cameron Jordan, Peyton, Peyton Turner, uh, Big Creep, and uh, Prince. Uh, Prince Amukamara. I don't even know. Amukamara, but I'm about to name a cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> also a, a Saints legend. <laughs> Put some respect on Prince Amukamara, catfish. Just trying to get back in the league. Bro. <laughs> trying to come back in the league, man. Shit. Man, so they gotta figure this out. They gonna have to. They gonna have to like expend draft picks, free agency, and they are gonna have to hit on these guys, bro. That's hey, and to, like, uh, and we, we're talking about. I, I want to bring two things in the forefront, really quick. Though I, I just looked it up because I was just curious. The Derek Carr signing with the Saints episode got us like three thousand plays at least on Apple alone. Very very ooh. impressive. <laughs> That that shows you the thirst for quarterback it was, bro. Like thirst, like three thousand just for Derek Carr. Like, <laughs> no, 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 not trying to fit. No, no Derek. Anyway, so you you hit you hit on it, and I'm I, I'm gonna close, or we're gonna get close to closing the pod by me saying this. We talked about how that 2018 draft class. We talked about how that 2020 that. 2020 draft class set back the team years, years, years. We don't even really talk about how them missing terribly thus far on Peyton Turner in 2021 at the first round pick. Exactly. Also has also been a huge blunder. So 2018 traded, traded basically Used two first round picks on Marcus Davenport, did not pan out. Was a under like an underachieving player. Had flashes of greatness, flashes of being good, but was consistently inconsistent. That was his gift. If I'm doing my 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 draft charts and the colors, definitely a yellow. Okay. If you were to, if I were to, and I don't do this, but if I were to put draft capital in that thinking, he would be a red, honestly. Mm. But I, I, I don't usually do that. 
So that was a miss. Peyton Turner. That was Jeff Ireland and um, Ryan Nielsen. Marcus Davenport was a lot of Mickey Loomis, Jeff Ireland. Maybe Jeff this year in, in evaluating edge rushers, maybe y'all need to lock Jeff Ireland out the room. Okay. <laughs> because they they are more than likely going to look at D line at 29. You they have to draft a good player. And I get it. Period. I get it. Like the, the lower you go in the draft, like the percentages go low, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. They have to hit on that pick. If it's a defensive tackle, if it's an edge rusher, whoever it is, that pick has to be good. It can't be. You can't, man, you cannot draft another Peyton Turner-like player at 29. No. You can't do it, no. man. Got to have good tape, bro. Got to have good tape. Like, don't give me, oh, but his RAS score is 9.82. Don't care. Don't care. Has to have good. Have to have good tape. Give me a good, solid, young defensive lineman that'll produce, be healthy, be available, and give you good effort week to week. Over like this, you know, athletic phenom whose tape is shit. But man, you just feel like, oh, if we just get him in him in the right system and just coach him up, no, no, go get you a good, solid player with good tape that has produced in college that you could project to produce in the NFL and bring him on in. Maybe he might not have, you know, 18 sacks a season, but if he's good, look like Cam Jordan. Nobody projected Cam Jordan to be like nope. a Hall of Fame level <laughs> defensive end. You know what I'm saying? He looked like a solid five-tech run defending defensive end. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he was projected. But, you know, he was he was good in every area. He had good tape. He brought he him did, man. That's one thing about Cam Jordan at Cal. He has some good he had damn good tape. tape. He has some good tape. He all every, nobody could tell you he wasn't a hard worker. He was the most energetic person on the field every way he's been. And you brought him in, and you know that translated into the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So just go get a good solid player, bro. A good solid defensive lineman. Don't do all this super projection shit where you gotta just squint and see, like, oh man, if we put him in this, you know, eight. Eight tech or nine tech, and we stretch him out, and we, you know, you get, you know, he, yeah, he likes to play with his, you know, he likes to play with his on his legs, but you know, put him, you know, put him with his legs and his foot down and his arms down, he can get it. No, 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 no. go look at the tape, bro. Like I looked at that hey. picture of the tape, and I was like, what is? This? We knew, bro. What, what, we knew. What is this? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I never forget that, bro. I'm like, man, what, what are they doing? Like, what are they doing? What did they see? Uh, they 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 can't have a repeat of that. Like this draft class, you know they they hit it with Olave. They hit it with Alante, um, Rahisha Shahid. You know they hit they hit him as a as an undrafted. But you know the, the the jury's still out on Trevor Penning, obviously. But like this draft class, like with the, the needs that they have on defense. I really think their their focus is probably going to be defensive line in the first round. Um, my guess is, I, I do think the the want for running back is is very real. I, I don't think I know that the want for running back is very real. Would not surprise me at all to see them use you know. The it was 
it was interesting you didn't see any running back movement today much. You know, there was a talk about the Chargers, you know, Austin Eckler, you know, looking out there, but there mm-hmm. wasn't any movement as far as like them being signed. None of the tight none of the tight ends yet agreed to any deals or anything like yeah. that. Um it's all like usually it's the NFL will always show you what they feel are crucial positions. So who yeah. got signed today? D rushers, defensive linemen, some quarterbacks, safeties, surprisingly. Yeah. Off- yeah safeties. Offensive linemen and off off the ball linebacker, which is, that one's kind of like an outlier. And safeties yeah. typically get signed, but they usually don't get signed much. But like that Jesse Bates contract was like kind of eye opening. You got to be right, like a really good safety. You know yeah, I mean? really good safeties get paid. You know, Saints and Jarvis Bird. Since Ryan wants to put that back on the top, <laughs> um, hey, he was a really good safety. <laughs> he was. Bro. I'm not disagreeing with you. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, the. Man, there's some players that signed today, bro. That I, I'm, I'm like going through spot track right now, and I was like, "Wait, they saw like this? Like that's how much movement there was today." Um, you it was know, ridiculous, bro. It, it was, was, man. There's some players. I'm like saying, I'm legitimately saying, like some players signed today that I had no clue about, <laughs> like no clue about. Also, a uh, big shout out to uh, Sean Payton for signing Alex Singleton. Glad that he got his white linebacker. Just continuing that <laughs> momentum. <laughs> Uh, I was so thinking about fucking nerves, bro. You saw he signed uh, Chris Manners. I did. I saw that, bro. <laughs> man, like, you let that man leave. Floor around the league for years. Let's talk about it, right? And this dude, like, this dude, like, as far as, like, athletics, like, Brad scoring all that, he was ridiculous. Through the charts. Through the charts. You let this man leave, and now you want to bring him back, pay him, like, six million guaranteed or some shit. Chris Manners. <laughs> For, for the for the for the Broncos, I'm wondering. I was I was curious to see if uh, Deontay Hardy light up anybody today, bro. No, no calls, no missed calls, no nothing, bro. Can I just say? And I don't know if this is going to work out, but Eric Kendricks going to the the Chargers really just upset uh, me. Just upset me. Also, yeah. fuck the 49ers. Just oh, like, fuck them. Bro, like, come on now. That, to me, is – how do I word this? One thing, as much as there's been a huge power struggle between John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, they have continuously been able to find a way that, okay, yes, we're going to lose some defensive talent because that's – you know, our defense just, you know, is just so good. We lose talent. That they just continue each off season, just reinforcing it, just keeping it a strength. And I feel like the Saints try to do that, but yeah. like their 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 scouting isn't as good. They don't have that eye, bro. They they don't, bro. Like, well, especially you know, since I mean, Dennis Allen's only had one season, but it's like, oh, okay, we can let Marcus go, and we can just bring in Marcus May, yeah. and then well, we'll get Honey Badger, and then we're doing. And it's like, no, nah, like, Niners went out and got Javon Heartbreak, bro. Like, him on that line next to, to Magaposa? Like, I don't Brett Warner. I just, I, uh, I don't. Oh, man. Oh. John Lynch, John Lynch, bro. I underestimated him, bro. Dude, 
Hey, he ain't been perfect. He had a couple of misses here and there. You know, I mean, I was Trey Lance. I, I wouldn't call him a miss yet, but he ain't looking good. He's looking uh, miss-ish. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, he's done a good job, man. I, I got to give him that. You know, I know a lot of it's helped by, you know, Kyle Shanahan, obviously. But he's done a solid job, bro. I, I didn't expect that. He, he has. He has. Um, anyway, that kind of just is a, a recap on – Day one of free agency or tampering period, whatever you want to call it, wrapping it up. We did, you know, we felt like we had to put something out with there's so many moves being made, you know, former Saints players going to other teams. Uh, we, we needed to get this out there. So it's out there. This is for sure not going to be the only fucking podcast we do this week. We just know it. Um, but thank y'all for the support. We got oh, you guys. Oh, Quite the one thing I'll do. Gotta give a shout out to old Drew Brees, man. Drew Brees coming into the clutch and locking down that Derek Carr uh, signing, which Carr even said himself, like, like Drew Brees' words was the reason he's sitting there. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that's 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 crazy. Like that's crazy that you know Drew Brees still out there, you know, winning for us, bro. You know. <laughs> What what he say, man? He said he's he's the Saints for life. It's always gonna be us. Like, it's also bro. be we. That 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 there, man. That just that put a smile on my face, bro. I'm sorry. Man. I'm a big fucking don't, softie. Don't apologize, bro. Like it's just a big fucking softie, bro. Like damn. Like thank you, Drew. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, he had to say shit. He could, man. I'm not. I'm not talking to fucking Derek Carr, man. I'm out here blowing money, scamming. <laughs> Get, getting fake uh, lightning struck to fake get more money. <laughs> out here living. Out here living. But for them to do that, bro, you know, and just really, you know, just kind of seal the deal. Man, that's what's up. It is, man. It It's it's dope as hell. Um, we truly, truly um, appreciate all the support we get. Uh, this yeah. is the time. I, I know it's the off season, but like this next, I'm going to say like next month two months oh yeah there's not a better time to be a patreon and being in the discord uh for days like this we we dropped a podcast over the weekend just for patreons just for patreons boom like y'all it 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 released to the public this morning but patreons had it all weekend so so days like this are just the days where like being uh, a Patreon being in the Discord just has so much advantages and, and perks, and you know, people always talking about you know what's going on and so fucking busy. It's just, I, it just, it's, it's special. It's special. So, if you haven't became a Patreon, if you want to, please do. It, you know, even if it's just a, a buck a month, um, it gets you access to the Discord and things like that. So, thank y'all for supporting us. We will be back sometime this week. It might be as soon as tomorrow, bro. We never, we never know. We don't, we don't know what's gonna happen this week, bro. As we, we just figuring it out as we go. But we got you guys covered. Thank you for the support. We'll be back this week. With that, we're out. Peace.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.